0: Hello everyone, my name is Jack Bosma. I'm an instructor, trainer, and educator. I develop, implement, instruct, evaluate, and design course curriculums using American English, all other native languages, and I focus on listening, speaking, reading, and writing skills. My name is Tutor Jack. Nice to meet you. I use this five-finger introduction when I provide materials and content to people listening to my podcasts because introductions are so important. My thumb is my name and hello. My index finger is what I do. My middle finger is why I like doing it. My fourth finger or ring finger is my name again so people can remember me. And my fifth finger or pinky Is nice to meet you. This is very important. Asma will now introduce herself to our audience. And our topic today is interpretation.
1: Yes, hello. My name is Asma. I'm a student studying at Faculty of Languages and Simultaneous Interpretation, English Department. So, I am Asma. Nice to meet you today.
0: Thank you very much for that outstanding introduction, Asma. Our audience will enjoy our podcast. Our topic today is interpretation. Could you explain to me a little bit about interpretation and how you use it in your studying practices?
1: Uh, yes. Uh, like uh, at my, in my college, we have like a lot of uh, lectures about interpretation a professor uh, guide us, like uh, gave us a paper with like a news political. This is uh, this interpretation about in the political field. So we have to take this paper like for five minutes, and then we will um, translate it to our professor at the college. So that's that's all we do in. My tells, yeah, that's all we do about the interpretation there.
0: So when you have interpretation projects, you focus on a variety of different topics and you are responsible to interpret the content. Is this correct? Yes. When you provide interpretation information, do you find it difficult?
1: For me, yes, or for us. We, we find it like hard, it's really hard for us.
0: One of the things that I would like to suggest to you when performing interpretation activities is please don't use words like hard, difficult, impossible because when we use these words, it slows our brain down and we are not able to think effectively. Let's remember, when we use the word interpretation, Another word that we can very easily use is think. And one other thing I would like to remind you of, whenever we have an interpretive exercise that we must provide in any environment, either a work environment, an academic environment, a personal environment, when you interpret something, you can interpret it good It's a good article or it's good information. I enjoyed it. I can take the same article or information and make it bad. Because when we interpret things, we interpret them subjectively in our own mind. So what may be very good for one person may be very bad for another person. And this is what makes interpretation and interpretive exercises so much fun. Because when we have these types of activities, we can always look at them in a good way or a bad way, depending upon our own personal experiences and situation. So interpretation is always a challenge. And the word I always like to use with people Is correct? Is the interpretation correct? In many cases, as I previously stated, we can interpret something in a good way or a bad way. Because the word meanings will have different tones depending upon the person who is listening to us. And this is very important. When you interpret exercises or information, do you normally use the words we or you when we discuss it?
1: Again, please, Mr. Jack.
0: Yes. When you provide interpretation or interpretive information with a group or individuals, do you normally use the word we or you?
1: Um we we use like in a group we say like we
0: not you. That's very important. Because if we want to make a strong interpretation or interpretive statement, we should always use the word I. I have read this article about political science and Based on my interpretation, I feel that this will be a very strong interpretation or interpretive statement. And it makes our content stronger. If we use the word we during interpretation or interpretive exercises, it can be a bit difficult because interpretation is subjective it's our opinion it's how we read the article or the book or the information so whenever i am involved in interpretive or interpretation exercises i always use the word i if i'm involved in a presentation of information i normally use the word we Because I want people to agree with me, be interested in the presentation that I am providing, and I encourage people to follow me or to engage the audience. But if I am providing an interpretation or interpretive presentation based on what I read, then I use the word I, because it is my opinion. It is my thinking. It is how I am reasoning things out in my mind. So that is the difference. A simple suggestion for you when involved in interpretive or interpretation work. Because interpretation will always be your opinion. A presentation on a topic is designed to encourage interest and ensure that people participate with us. Let me give an example to you. If I am providing information on a resume, or I am providing career assistance, or I am providing information on a general topic, I will use the word we, because the information does not have an opinion. It's information. So I will use the word we, If I am providing information on an article that I read or something political, then I will use the word I. Uh, And the reason for this is because interpretation is opinion. So I will change the reference from we to I. And this is very important. Yes, I got you, Mr.
1: Jack.
0: Please continue our discussion on interpretation. Ask me some questions or provide me with some additional information from the experiences that you are having as a student with colleagues and friends and with your professors. This is a great podcast, by the way. Yeah, you
1: know, mister, at my college, when we are like, uh, translate, any uh, article, a uh, political article, um, like we have such as, um, self-confidence, uh, our professor there, uh, to- uh, teach us, like, you have your translator, so you have to be a self-confident, uh, translator. You don't have to, like, um, too afraid when you are like uh, translate any any article or anything you have to be uh, self confident and this is we have we have the part all of us are afraid when our professor saying to us oh uh, oh asma okay uh, translate this article now so i feel like oh yeah i'm so afraid about this And I will make a lot of mistakes. This is, uh, I'm talking with you on my mind, so, oh, I'm so afraid and I will do a lot of mistakes now.
0: Now, once again, please, when you have future exercises with your professors or colleagues or fellow students, do not use words like afraid, mistake, scared, because this will not encourage self-confidence We must remember that. If we use words like good job, enjoyable, fun, nice, in our minds, our self-confidence will increase because we are reinforcing our behaviors using good words. Using the minus phrases, scared, mistake, difficult, slows our brain down. And they are not necessary. And once again... With an interpretive exercise, there is no right answer because we are interpreting the content from our own experiences and in our own minds, especially when it comes to interpreting political content. When we interpret political content, there are a wide variety of emotions and ranges that can be assigned to the words yes and this is what makes interpretation of political content very difficult because there is no right answer we are simply reading the content translating it and in most cases whenever we do these exercising exercises using political content we always have an opinion am i correct
1: Yeah, yes, yes, mister.
0: So you would agree with me that if we have an opinion, this is bad. Because when we have an opinion, we can translate an article or a document. But once we translate it, we all have a tendency to provide our opinion with the translation. Please stop doing this, because an opinion is not necessary.
1: Yes, I will do this. Uh, okay, you know, mister, also, um, when, I, uh, when I'm translating any content, um, when I found, like, any word in English, I can't. It's, it's so difficult for me to translate it, in arabic or i don't know i don't know the meaning of this word this is a new word for me i feel like not comfortable with this content or with my translation now this, this is a new word
0: there is a word for this but i would suggest that you think about when you read an article or a document in english do you think in english or do you think in arabic
1: Sometimes I think in English, sometimes in Arabic.
0: Once again, when you are reading an English document or an article, do you think in English or in Arabic? This is a very important question. Please answer me.
1: Actually in Arabic, in Arabic, not English.
0: This is not good and will slow down your translation capabilities and interpretation capabilities. The best way to translate an English article or document is to think in English. Because when we are reading an English document or an article and we are thinking in Arabic, our mind will become confused because English and Arabic are different. And the meaning is not the same. The meaning will be approximate, but it will not be the same. So, as an example, we will read one sentence, an English sentence, but we are thinking in Arabic. We will read the second English sentence, but we are thinking in Arabic. We will read the third English sentence, but we are thinking in Arabic. We will read the fourth English sentence, but we are thinking in Arabic. So as we continue our translation or interpretation work, the misunderstanding and the difficulty will increase with each sentence. The first sentence is not exact. The second sentence is not exact. The third sentence is not exact. The fourth sentence is not exact. And so on. So we will have a small misunderstanding in the first sentence. We will have a small misunderstanding in the second sentence. We will have a small misunderstanding in the third sentence. We will have a small misunderstanding in the fourth sentence. So each sentence will have a small misunderstanding. Small misunderstanding, small misunderstanding, small misunderstanding, small misunderstanding, misunderstanding, and so on. The end result will be a big misunderstanding. Am I correct?
1: Yes, so uh, your advice to me to, uh, I have have not to think Arabic, I have to think in English.
0: Yes, because by thinking in English, the words and vocabulary and understanding of the document or article will be increased.
1: Yes, you're right.
0: And the reason for this is, as I previously stated... Small misunderstanding, small misunderstanding, and so on. But small, 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 small small will be a big misunderstanding if we are translating a large document or article. (coughs) Please remember this.
1: Yes, I would do this.
0: And I will give you one example because this will be valuable for everyone including your friends and colleagues at university. Let me give you one very simple example. Are you ready?
1: I will
0: to translate right now. One very simple, simple phrase I would like to use as an example.
1: Okay, but I'll make it easy.
0: It's very easy. Because this is what I want to discuss with you about interpretation. I will say yeah. one I will say one fusa arabiya phrase to you. <laughs> and I want you to tell me what it means. Oh, are you ready? <laughs> okay. Merhaba. What hello? does does Merhaban really mean hello? Yes. Or does it mean something slightly different?
1: Yes. Marhaba. english means hello.
0: But yes. is it an exact interpretation or is it something different? Something different. It means hello, but it does not exactly Mean hello. Oh. Um, am I correct?
1: Am I? Can you explain to me? Am, yes, I... To me?
0: Yeah. am yes. I? Am I correct?
1: Sir, can you can you like explain to me this again?
0: Yes, I speak, listen, read, and write four languages, and what I am realizing with interpretation we say in english means hello and this is correct but it does not exactly mean hello it does not exactly mean hello so we must remember that we must remember that i have some side activities that i do not want to be occurring right now because we are streaming live So this is what I wanted to ensure that our audience understands. There are many words that we use every day in Fus Arabic or Fus Arabia and in English that are close approximations of words and vocabulary when we translate them. But they are not exact. And this is important to realize. Yes. So, if we have one word and there is a slight variation of meaning with it, we can only imagine what two words, three words, four words, five words, six words, and so on. We can rapidly increase the chances to create many small mistakes. Oh, yeah. Do you have any additional content that you would like to provide to our discussion concerning interpretation? Because I'm enjoying this podcast immensely. And I will be posting it shortly, and I will send you the link. This is a great discussion.
1: Yes, and I will send it to my colleagues. They will they will like this. Because all of this has, like... Um, All of us have these, like, mistakes.
0: Yes. And these mistakes are natural. Because there is no exact translation available. There is none. But we can increase our accuracy of translation when we do not give an opinion. But instead, focus on the words. Many times when we interpret articles or documents, especially articles, we have a tendency in our minds to give an opinion. This is not necessary. Simply translate the meaning of the words and use the word I. So, if we are providing information on a political discussion or using political content, then we will simply use the word I, I read, my summation, my findings. If we are providing a presentation on general information, such as how to write a resume, how to prepare for a job interview, what clothes to wear for a job interview, then we can use the word we, because this is general information. And it's standard information. Political content is never standardized. And even the article itself usually is the opinion of the writer who wrote it. Please remember this, the best way to provide an interpretation of an article is to recognize the person who wrote it and say, according to Dr. X, according to Mrs. Y, according to Bill Jones, based in his article, this is what he found, this is what he determined, or this is what she determined. Because if we use these words, it makes our translation experience easier.
1: Yes, so I agree with you. Yeah, and, really, it's really a great conversation with you, Mr. Jack. And actually, I learned a lot from your advices. So, really, I appreciate this.
0: This is very important. And please do not use the word advices. This is incorrect English grammar. We use the word advice. Oh, yes. advices is incorrect English. It is not plural. Advice yes. is a singular word. Thank you for yes. your advice. We don't pluralize the word advice. Yes, so I learned a
1: lot from your advice. Yes, so that's correct.
0: What are some things that you learned from me in our first podcast that we have ever done together, Asma? This is great.
1: Yes, so uh, I learned that um, I don't have to say like with um, in presentations or something like that. Yes, I can see. I can I can say we, but in political. Documents or articles, I can say I because this is it depends on the opinion. We're not uh, we are talking about presentation or something like that. We like um, I I would say we so to to let the uh, audience follow you and so on.
0: Yes, so we would always use the word we for general information, but when yes. we read an article. To make our presentation very strong, according to the article about political unrest in Syria by Dr. Kaif Halika, Dr. Kaif Halika said in his article, or Dr. Halika stated in in my interpretation of his article, And then continue with the discussion. This will make your presentation of political material stronger and more logical. And it will make the translation process easier. Yes. Because uh, every article that we read was written by someone, and every article that is printed is the opinion of the person who created the article or topic. Remember that.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: When when we read a book, it is the author's opinion.
1: It is not what?
0: When we read a book, it is the author's opinion. Yeah. So it is always subjective. It is based on the opinion of the author. Let's remember this. Every article that you are reading for university studies is based on an opinion. Simply state it up front. Hello, my name is Asma. I have read an article by Dr. Jack. This is my summation of Dr. Jack's article as he wrote it. A perfect way to start a translation or an interpretation exercise and very effective.
1: Yes, I see that.
0: Because if we start our presentation very clearly, then the translation will also become clearer or more clear.
1: um can you advise us like as a student at this field of interpretation can you advise us like um and what should we what should we do like to to be um to trans- to be a good interpretation uh, interpreters or translators how Whoa. we can do like exercising how we can uh, like do A lot of exercises with this
0: uh, field. By simply focusing on recognizing who provided the content by clearly stating their name. This is my interpretation of an article written by Dr. Jack. In Dr. Jack's article, he stated, And then continue with the presentation. Yes. Because every article has an opinion, and it is the opinion of the author. Please remember this. Yes. And that's the most important advice that I have when providing interpretive exercise bases on written.